Welcome to Kinder Things. I'm your host, Mike Shaw, and on this podcast, we're embarking on a journey to get a glimpse into the wondrous world of kindness. I'm as excited as you are to meet new guests, hear their stories, and learn from their insights. Just trying to make this podcast a platform for the little things, because that's where we see the real magic of life at work. Thanks for listening. Music is magic, and magic is life. That's a quote by the legendary Jimi Hendrix. Today's guest, Elizabeth Seward, has rediscovered her passion for singing and songwriting. She performed for the first time after a six-year hiatus and is currently working on a full-length record under the moniker Collapsy. You can follow this project on Instagram at Collapsy Music, at C-O-L-L-A-P-S-I Music on Instagram. Elizabeth is realizing that music is a master key that unlocks doors to her personality she never even knew existed. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey. Hey, great to hear your voice today. It's been many moons since uh, we've chatted. So thanks for uh, hanging out today on the podcast. Of course. Thanks for having me. I saw last week that you had an extra Sleater Kinney ticket, and um, who did you wind up going with? Well, I got the extra ticket so I could take my daughter with me. Mm-hmm. Um, she's five, and there aren't a lot of all-ages venues here in Portland, but this happened to be at one of them, so I got the ticket thinking that maybe she'd want to go with me. And I posted that because she started expressing that she really didn't feel like going. Yeah. But then that day when I picked her up from daycare, she had completely changed her mind and she wanted to go. So I took wow. her with me. That's so cool. What a cool day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was fun. She put on like a rainbow dress and a unicorn headband and was just <laughs> dancing away. It was Dude, amazing. That's so cool. And her name is Ever? Yeah. Ever like forever. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. It's a name that she got for a bunch of reasons. I guess in Old English, it means strong. And in Hebrew, it means beyond. Cool. Um, wow. And she she has a bunch of uh, ancestors with that name because she is a quarter Mexican. And Ever is a really common name uh, in Mexico. But for men and boys, not for girls. Wow. So she just had such a harrowing experience when she was a newborn and she was in the ICU and she was just so strong throughout the whole thing. So I always tell her that her name means beyond strong. That's awesome. Really cool. And does uh, does she sing much? She does. Oh, she's inherited the, the vocal gene. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all of all of it. She's a much better singer at age five than I was even as a teenager. Wow. Um, so it's going to be really cool to watch her. Cool. Do you like sing and together? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very we always cool. sing together. Nice. She knows my songs. <laughs> she sings along to them. Dude, that's so cool. I'm so proud of you this year for finding your voice again and jumping back into into singing. Seriously, it's like oh, such you. an inspiration. You don't even understand. 
it's such an inspiration to even hear people saying things like that or even to know that people noticed that I wasn't doing the kind of thing I was supposed to be doing for a lot of years. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got to play cool. one show together um at the North Star Bar long time ago. Yeah. 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 And and you gave me that book and I still have it. Oh nice. That's so cool. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. yeah, your presence really has echoed through the years just that one performance. Like there was a line from one of the songs where it was take me to your highest point, something along those lines. And I actually wound up using that line in a the last band I was in six years ago. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah, the, the line, and I even like refer to you. I was like, it's the second verse. It was like, I remember the time you told me, take a journey to find your highest point. And the song is oh, called... Oh, I um, love that. Yeah, the song is called Heights of You. Funny thing is I don't actually know which song you're talking about. Okay. Um, I write so many songs and I've cycled through so many since then. In 2010, I, I wrote and recorded and released a song every week. So it was 52 for the Jeez, year. Jeez, that's awesome. Um, and that was before I even did that. So I'm going to have to go through some of my old my old set list notebooks and figure out which one it was. <laughs> yeah. Enjoying being back in the musical zone? Yeah, I just am starting to feel so much more like myself again. Yeah. And and I'm starting to understand that even if it doesn't make sense, music is tied into so many other aspects of myself and identity and well-being. Wow. So it's not even just about expression for me. I've learned that it's um I've learned that it plays a really big role in my connections with people socially, my confidence, even my sexuality, like everything is really weaved into music. Cool. And now that I'm rediscovering that, it makes sense that I, I felt like I lost all those things when I put music to the side. So wow, it's, yeah, it's really beautiful to be getting back involved with everything. That's really great to hear. I, I had a 20 year high school reunion this year and I saw this one girl and she was just really radiating, just her eyes were beaming. And I was like, I was like, Hey, you know, not like hitting on you, but I'm just saying you, you look like you're in a really good space. Like you look really healthy right now. Um, yeah. and she, she said, well, I did quit my corporate office job and took this new position as a music teacher for uh, kindergartners. And she said, every day I get to sing with about 30 kindergartners and that's my day. And um, <laughs> she makes about the third of what she was in the corporate job, but she's like just way, way more happier. And that's what matters, folks. You know, that's the thing is that our, our time here is really limited and we don't actually know if there's anything else happening for us Yeah. after this body and this experience. Wow. So we don't really have a bunch of time to waste. Time, most precious commodity for sure. And I've wasted so much of it. I'm not saying that with judgment at all. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's just, it's good to remember. And I'm so glad that that person got herself out of that rat race yeah. <laughs> into something more joyful. And it's funny, I overheard that you, you have voice memos just every time you have a uh, song idea, you just like go and record it. And I, it's been the same, <laughs> same thing for me this year. It's Good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah. It usually happens during service because I work at a busy restaurant and I'll have to, I'll get three tables orders, then I'll have to run out and all my coworkers know like, oh, he's just going to record <laughs> some, some vocal melody or something. 
it's funny how they just creep up on you yeah. sometimes, yep. right? And you're in the middle of something. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, well, I mean, hold on, I'm doing something. Yeah. But okay, I, I also know that if I don't, you know, if it's going to evaporate. Me need, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, you know, that reminds me. Um, I know this is a little bit of a cliche, but did you ever read the book Big Magic? Uh-uh. Never heard of it. Um, it was Elizabeth Gilbert, you know, sort of like an Oprah pick, that kind of feel good kind of book. Yeah. I was surprised that I read it, but I really liked it. The, the whole the whole thing about Big Magic was talking about creativity and how to harness these ideas that come to you. And one thing that she kept reiterating throughout the book was that if if this idea comes to you and you're chosen to be the vessel for it and you decide to not take it, yeah. then the, the idea is just going to go to somebody else. And it's huh. going to look a little different when it comes out their way because they are a different vessel. Oh, but wow. That's really like cool. She kind of, yeah, it was a cool concept. And ever since I read that, whenever I have an idea, I'm just like, all right, screw it. Go go put it down. You gotta, you never know. Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. Someone else. <laughs> yeah, I like that approach to it. Cool. I love the sense of uh, urgency that you have, you know, embodied in, in your music right now. Oh, gosh, everything is so urgent, though, right? Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> I feel I feel like I've been sitting on, you know, I've been sitting on so many songs for so long. I'm I'm working on a full length album, but I've had a couple of other people offer. I mean, I'm so, so lucky. I can't even over, but I've had a couple other people talk to me about doing other recordings or other albums. And um, I feel like most people wouldn't be in a, a place right now where they could do that. But I just was writing in solitude for so many years that I'm just urgently trying to get everything that I created and liked out so that I can move forward cool. with new creations. I didn't realize um, that you are fascinated by the fungi like the same way I am I didn't know that you were um yeah yeah, I love I I love the uh the pictures that you post and uh what's it called mycology mycology yeah are you into foraging yourself or just the um learning about the you know the kingdom (laughs) just this year started like learning about it basically because of Colin and yeah I love your one post recently. I'm going to I'm going to read it for the listeners. It starts with a quote it said fungi are the interface organisms between life and death. And that's a Paul Stamen's quote. And then you said you said show me the way alien orchestrators bridge night with day, pleasure with pain, conduct death and birth beneath the oak and birch. Little phoenix finding new in the old, offer me a glimpse of your kingdom's wisdom which ours may never hold. Mushroom emoji. emoji. <laughs> Dude. Thank you. Yeah. When you post that, I, that really resonated and I t- wanted to share it on today's episode for sure. Well, thank you. You know, they're, they are, um, they're really fascinating. And the more that you learn about how the entire fungus kingdom works, the, the crazier it all becomes. It's so clear that they are not... They're not plants. They're not animals. They are just something else. And if you listen to this Radio Lab episode, it's called um, "From Tr- I think it's called "From Tree to Shining Tree." Cool. It's just this fascinating episode on how the mycelia, which 
which is the part of the, you know, the flowering mushroom is what you see. And the mycelia is below the surface and how they're all connected under all of the trees in every forest. Wow. And they actually are basically like they operate like like banks almost. And they're in charge of dispensing different nutrients and sugars to different trees. And they will make choices to, for instance, let a tree die if it means they're going to save a, a different cluster of trees. They're making all of these godlike choices for wow. our, our forest. That's nuts. And it's it will blow your mind. Cool. It will just blow your Thanks. Mind. It's amazing. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and it actually led me to to choose your um, your song. I had a few in mind for you for your episode, but I went back to an old Feist song called Musha Boom because it's like kind of sounds like that. mushroom. And I pictured yeah. like you and Ever sing that song together, you know. I th- I think that we might have si- we might have done that before. Oh, you okay? You've been there, done that. Cool. Maybe I I mean I've sang the song before. She might have sang with me. Feist, this is a great song. I'm excited to hear. Nice, it. yeah. For listeners, the song name is Musha Boom, and the artist name is Feist F E I S T. Uh, it was from 2004, and um. Also, I do need you to pick a number between 11 and 320. Um, that seems arbitrary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 11 and 320. Yeah, hey, you can take your time. Think it over. Mm, Choose wisely. Okay. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to have to. How about 319? Cool. I don't think anybody's chosen in the 300 yet. So very cool. I have this uh, pocket book of kindness and going to turn to page 319. And there's a quote on every page. Your quote oh, is by George Eliot. And the quote is, what do we live for if it is not to make life less difficult for each other? <laughs> Okay. I love that. Cool. And that's your quote for today. Elizabeth, thank you so much for for being here and chatting. And it's really lovely to hear your voice. Yeah, likewise. I like that quote a lot too, because things are already so naturally difficult for any creature, right? Nature yeah. is survival. And so we've advanced as humans enough to work together. And there's no reason why we should take all the that advancement and translate it as competition or greed. Yeah. Got it. We can just translate it as helping each other, right? Learn to live more like the fungi, yes? <laughs> <laughs> I think so, but I don't feel like I, I know quite enough yet about their world <laughs> to say that. <laughs> cool. Well, have a great rest of your day and thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you once again for listening to this episode of Kinder Things. Hope you've enjoyed the time spent. If you ever feel so inclined to share a story or would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to kinderthingspodcast at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at kinderthingspodcast. Have a great night. <laughs>